0: brothers okay. of attorney sunday okay <laughs> all right got it okay. got it there we okay. go hey okay. let me start off by saying happy halloween it's a national holiday right. my guy happy, happy halloween.
1: halloween happy halloween to you too man yeah
0: appreciate, appreciate it all
1: right yeah yeah you know over here the little trick or treaters are already
0: so, yeah yeah i mean you you on, you on that uh, eastern time so you got 2 hours ahead of me so yeah they definitely probably in drones. <laughs> so We'll definitely make you know a small talk and short work out of this episode because it's probably kids that need our attention more than the adult nerds that we cater to, you know, with this podcast. So, you know, we'll we'll go ahead and uh, get this uh, recorded timestamp to get it out there in the world. So, I think we talked earlier and we said we want to go ahead and just kind of give like a, a little um, input on you know the new trailer for Master Universe Revelations Part Two. So,
1: yeah, yeah um, I mean. You know, uh, the first, the first half, I guess, you know, it, it, it was, you know, I enjoyed it. Uh, okay. Congratulations. Um, and, uh, you know, um, a lot of people were disappointed and we were promised that the second half was going to be all that we ever asked for. Like the first half was setting it up and the second half is going to like really please the fans. So uh, I, I saw the trailer. You saw the trailer. I, I liked it. I, I'm pretty excited um to see what it's going to be all about there's a little concern that it seems yep. like kind of blew their load in the trailer but uh hopefully they have more you know to show us and more surprises so yeah um,
0: without without yeah. question too, and me and you we line up so well sometimes i mean it's almost pathetic and it's, uh-huh. it's almost unsettling because you know off the record we have the conversation we both said we didn't look at any other content so I watched a bunch of the reactions, you know, on the surface and in initial. And it's kind of good that we're actually recording as well after everybody's kind of seen it, because I don't think anybody's done like a trailer breakdown. Everything i seen was reaction. So, of course, when you see it, the animation is beautiful. You know, the yes. story is light because you're only getting like snippets of a line. But without question, everybody's excited from what they've seen. Everybody was excited with the first half of what they've seen until we actually had to sit through two hours and 30 minutes of actual storytelling and how they went about doing that. But you're right about that. When we talked off air, we we're kind of like, man, I feel as if we kind of know what the story is, with the very exception of the final last five minutes of that last episode. And I don't necessarily know if that was a good thing from a sales standpoint or if that was actually reactionary because of the divisiveness of the reviews from the first half. So it's good. We both lined up in that one. But it's kind of bad, too, because I hope nobody else seen it like that. I don't think it takes away from the excitement. But, you know, it's something about watching a trailer for a movie and getting excited within the first one minute of the um, trailer. And you're like, okay, this gives a little story beat. And then on the latter part of you are like, okay, so that shows the middle of the movie. And then they pretty much show you the ending of the movie. and You're like, so what am I going to the theater for? So I kind of feel like there was no bait and switch, which everybody accused the first one of. And this one, I feel like this is laid out. This is what you're going to get. And this is what you have to look forward to. So I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing, but that's kind of how I feel, you know?
1: Yeah, I mean, so, you know, of course, we, we kind of got a sneak peek before um, we even saw the end of the last one with the uh, Skelligod, you know, because the figures came out. And mm-hmm. you know now we get to see him, you know, fully animated. And I noticed that with Skelligod, he has a floating head, you know, yes. kind of like in the Mike Young version, how he had a floating head and it looks like he has a green energy. And, uh-huh. uh, you know, and he has an H on his chest, which is kind of interesting because you said to yourself, like, why does he need an H on his chest? Right. You know, it's like he's not like he's skeletal, I mean, you know, like a he skeletal. It should be almost be like an S on his chest, but then I guess he'll be like Superman. Um, Evil Lynn. <laughs> Was interesting. She was. She's a new sorceress now, and she has a bat headdress.
0: Right, That's and and I mean historically, historically in Master Universe, we see a bat. What do you think of
1: of uh, the horde? Right, yeah,
0: and, the horde. Um, yeah.
1: Now, now I do remember in one of the uh, I don't know if it was a lady, uh, a, a golden or, or like a, one of lady uh, books um, where like Eva Lynn, yeah, a Lady Bird book where Eva Lynn actually transformed into a bat like you know sometimes they show evelyn they say she would transform into screech but then i do remember in in one i you know don't quote me evelyn would change into a bat where the sorceress would change into you know falcon so i wonder if they're going off of that the fact that she has a bat as her as her headdress um and then you know where is the sorceress because i didn't see the sorceress in any of the trailers
0: Okay, so I'm assuming at this point in time since we are having a conversation, it's going to be more than a conversation about the visual trailer itself. I think it's going to turn into a prediction episode. So yeah, what you yeah. asked the question right there, I couldn't help but think the very first thing too. And, you know, non-spoiler because we don't have any insight into what's going on. I have to assume that um, the sorceress is going to die in, in some capacity.
1: Yeah, especially if Tila. It, they, I mean they I mean, spilling the beans. Tila is going to be the new sorceress. So if Tila yeah. is the new sorceress I guess the old sorceress is dead. I mean, ugh, okay. Um yeah, and then you know, uh so that kind of throws out the whole um Andra being the new He-Man because it, I mean, they shows He-Man is coming back to life. Like she is getting powers as a sorceress and she touches his wound and he's back. I mean, yeah. and, and then it also shows him becoming He-Man without the sword, kind of like
0: CGI. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so Let's go ahead and talk about that too. Cause that was probably the most uh shocking visual. Uh, or at least yeah, that's the, for me, that was probably the most shocking visual. Now, prior to um the actual release of the trailer, uh, within the same day, I think we got the actual promotional shots for the Revelations two pack of Savage He Man yeah. and um and Orco. And then we got Nate's um artwork too to accompany that uh promotional. So we knew we were gonna see Savage He Man in some capacity. I didn't know that it was gonna be Super Saiyan. Um uh savage he-man
1: yeah yeah i mean i mean he's like he's like super jack man i mean this this savage he-man i guess he's kind of based off of the ankala you know four mini comics he-man but he's like king gray skull size you know mike young king Grayskull,
0: skull yeah
1: size, size he-man so i mean whoa i mean i don't know what's going on with that i mean am i i thought he's gonna come back as like a battle armor he-man maybe or the maybe okay. punch he-man so him coming back as like this big savage he-man i like to see the um the reasoning behind that like why didn't he just come back as he-man normal or you know like you know normal he-man why did he come back as like how you say it, like a super saiyan he-man um yeah and what it's i like,
0: like- is well, i like i like the way you said a battle armor he-man cuz you kind of think you know when these heroes take these falls and stuff you know, Batman, after going ahead and getting his back broken by Bane and stuff, he has to go ahead and use technology to assist him to just become, you know, uh, operable in his everyday working life. So it would have been uh, interesting to see him still be He-Man, but a battle armor to kind of assist him, you know, because he doesn't have the sword. So a speculation I'm throwing out there, maybe without the sword, he's just getting the raw power of the um of the, uh, of the the power of Grayskull. But yeah. then, I mean, In that stepping back a little bit when you see him at his maximum uh, potential, and then later in the episode, you just see him at a regular He Man status. So I was kind of lost as if that part comes before regaining the sword or after regaining the sword. Uh, That's
1: interesting. That's that's hard to tell.
0: It's hard to tell.
1: It's hard to tell because you do see him as regular He Man fighting. I mean, they even show, I mean, I'm a little thrown off by this, but they even show He Man jumping into the air with Battle Cat. And slaying a dragon. So it's like, whoa, you know, like what's going on there?
0: Exactly. Uh, Yeah,
1: yeah. And then, and then, uh, characters, you see, uh, some, some, some some avion, uh, warriors, you see Buzz Off, like flying with them. Cause you know, in like, uh, cannons, um, the, the, the bee warriors and, and and the birdmen didn't get along. So, I mean, they're fighting each other. You see Randman, airborne. You know, airborne, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, airborne came in the peace side or whatever. That's kind of wild. Oh,
0: yeah. He was chucking up the deuces, so I mean, he must have went ahead and ramped up, you know, extremely at the waist, took off as much as he could. He was like, Hey, this is the last launch, you know yeah. what I mean? I'm, I'm launching out into the atmosphere and I don't know if I'll make it back, you know. Yeah. It's <laughs> he was like, I'm on my way, I'm on the way to do something, but yeah, we a- absolutely got him too. we seen Fisto again as well, Yeah. clap we- champ in the background. Yep, Clamp Champ in the background. Then I think we've seen a supporting cast. So it's good to see um all those additional characters, but I don't think they're gonna have any kind of major part because no. the, story, the story is rolling from what was already uh what was already out there. So they're probably just gonna be secondary characters, you know, with just appearances.
1: Once again, once again. Now and um with the bad guys, I noticed uh goat man.
0: I appreciate that because I just seen the still of it, goat man, and they <laughs> had pig boy, pig boy off to the side too. Wait, so that was the
1: little blue dude?
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: That's Pig. you know what? I saw it, right? I was like, okay. Who, who's a little blue dude with a little uh, 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 cover on his head or whatever?" I I, I was thinking it was some modified uh, old boy. Uh, what's his name? A Carg or something? I know what he was.
0: Okay. Yeah, <laughs> it, it was Pig Boy. And shout out to Juka for um, you know, making that uh, noticeable on Facebook. And once he did, I was like, oh, yeah, this guy, you know, he knows this stuff well enough and probably broke it down frame by frame to put that out there. So when I went back and seen it, I was like, okay, that's great. They wanted to finalize that and make that canon. Cause I mean, his only appearance was standing next to um, Skeletor in the 1987 movie. And I mean, being a contest winner that Mattel put up. And that was all it was, too. So it was kind of funny to see him there, too, along with Oak Dan. And I really doubt that these guys are going to have any kind of real kind of storyline. I think there's just going to be fillers in this grand um battle you know pretty much of the heroic warriors against it looks like more shadow beasts than skeleton warriors this time
1: yeah yeah well yeah yeah i did see a lot of skeleton warriors because they showed skeleton warriors when he went and did the uh um by the power of grace called no sword but then yeah on the battlefield a lot of shadow beasts a lot of shadow a lot beast. of
0: shadow beasts. yeah
1: yep. and then uh when they did the uh the panning of, of the warriors Spike War, which is now going to be a shot because they did show the Spike or figure. And yep. I saw Webster and Clawful. I'm not sure. Was Clawful in the first half?
0: You know what? Uh, okay, so Clawful and Webster were both in the opening uh, episode, but they were disguised by, was ah, it both? Yeah, they were both disguised right. by Evil Lynn and the Skeletor. So it wasn't the actual them. So I guess we're getting the actual them this time. That's so. You, hey so, so if you want some real bait and switch and you wanted to be mad about something and you more appropriately wanted some bait and switch you should have went ahead and been like where's my web store my lobster my lobster you know it looks like you guys threw that out there and i didn't get it so yeah it yeah, seems good. like Skeletor and evil inn ran up fake credit and now they're coming back to kind of reconcile like okay so y'all around here impostering us that's what's going on <laughs> exactly yeah yeah that, that's true but and um
1: uh, oh, so we mentioned, I don't know if we mentioned off-air or, or right here, but we mentioned Orko, right? Now, this is a funny thing. I would think that when they sh- when they had Orko saying, oh, you're in trouble now, we should yeah. know Orko was still alive because they showed us Scare Glow.
0: Yeah, you're right about that. So you, you, You're absolutely right about that. So if we've if we seen Scare Glow, then obviously the both of them, you know, while they engaged in whatever uh, combat, they were stuck in some kind of limbo. And they both found some way to transport themselves to this battlefield. So, which is fine, you know, and I don't think anybody actually thought that Orko was completely gone. No. Uh, just, just as much as they believe, He-Man got killed twice. And in this second trailer, uh, Skeletor had the nerves to go ahead and make mention of a historical event where he killed He-Man. I was like, all right, how many times are we going to go ahead and beat this trope over the head? You're not going to kill He-Man, so let it go. And we knew oh. Orko was going to come back. But I thought that it was a little reactionary, you know, to make that your, like, your stinger, or your post credit scene on your trailer. Because we knew he was going to come back. And don't you think it would have had more emphasis? You know, if you left that a little bit of a secret. But I think they were being reactionary when putting this trailer together. Yeah. Because of reviews. Like like we said, like you gave up everything. There was no elements of surprise. Unless there is something much more grander. Which is going to have to be in the last episode. Because right now, what I get is, E-Man's back. He's trying to gain control of the, um, the sword. It looks as if Teela's story arc is going to continue going through, and she's going to go ahead and find her righteous place as the new sorceress. And from there, I think she's going to go ahead and be Sorceress 2.0. She might be, you know, um, stuck to the castle, like in um, canon, you know, um, the sorceress couldn't leave. And He-Man, I'm not sure exactly what He-Man and the Masters do. If there's any more casualties or loss, I understand that has to happen to add gravitas to the story, so I'm not surprised if that does happen. Um, real quick, let's speculate if anybody has to die. Who might it be? We said Sorceress is off the table because yeah. evil yeah. in the place. We know Tila's going to transition. So, are there any more characters, um, main characters, that, that would need to die to go ahead and stay gone to add any more impact to this?
1: Um, you know, honestly, I don't think that I don't think it's going to be much of a death in this. Okay. I think this could be more of a, uh, People coming into their own. Like, I can see Andra becoming Captain of the Royal Guard. That, gotcha. That's going to be a given. She's going to prove herself on the battlefield. They already showed her with the man arm cannon gun. She yes, did. straight Merkin, Bama's on out there. So, oh, yeah, she did. Yeah, so I think that automatically she's going to be Captain of the Royal Guard. Tila is going to be the sorceress. And uh, maybe the sorceress, the original sorceress, will be like, uh, a spirit, like a jogger, talking to her, you know, giving her comfort. Um, and then, um, and then, oh, I guess all is forgiven because uh, King Randall's out there fighting. Uh, I guess yep. he's not going to cut Duncan's head off, you know, right you, know but, you know what I'm saying? So I you know, well, you know, wow. So, um, you <laughs> know, I, I was kind of tripping on that because, you know, it shows man arms, you know, saying, you know, you know, thank you. You make me proud being your father, whatever. And, um, and what's up? Uh, I don't know if you caught this, but is uh, Queen Marlene in a uh, Talon fighter?
0: You know what? I, okay, so I didn't see who the um, character flying it was. Let me go ahead and replay the trailer because I do recall seeing the Talon uh, fighter go across the screen. I didn't uh, catch this. She might have been the um, the pilot, but that would make sense, though. You know, in canon, being that she was an astronaut pilot. Uh,
1: and then there was an episode of Filmation where it was the, the rainbow... A warrior, or I'm, I don't even quote me on that, but it was an episode okay. where they showed her uh, shooting and freeing Adam so that he can become He Man and etc. So, you know, that there, there was an episode like that where okay. uh, where Queen Marlene was showing that she still got them flying skills. So, yeah, she could still thinking, get it in. An yeah. And, and then you saw King Randall kind of look up and yeah. she kind of gave him the look down, like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? So, I think that that's what it's showing because, you know, in this. And this series, you know, Queen Marlene is, you know, pretty much the same Queen, Queen Marlene from Filmation, you know, knowing Adam's secret, you know, yep. so so she's not like this, you know, lost soul, you know, like, you know, sometimes she's betrayed as. And this one, she is like, you know, pretty much woke and know what's going on. And, you know, she's not a very elderly uh, woman either. So she actually is very capable of getting into that policy and taking some, some, some Bamas out. Um, yeah so for the most part that's pretty much what I caught I'm quite sure that there's somebody else who probably took a magnifying glass and found a kid down because I mean, like I said the pig boy I would have never i I't even wrote down I saw some little blue dude and I don't know exactly who he was so that's who it is pig boy wow um, yeah. yeah so so my prediction, I mean of course you know when it's all said and done he man is gonna be he man and 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 you know uh Uh, I think that this is kind of shutting people down who was like, oh, this is the Teela show. I mean, this is really putting a spotlight on He-Man, you know, being able... I mean, the whole fact that he's able to call upon the power without the sword is showing you that no one can just come in and grab the sword and just be He-Man. It has to be, uh, I guess, a a bloodline thing, maybe? I'm not sure. Because they still haven't said that Skeletor is...
0: Um, the uncle of He Man, right? Yeah, Yeah, they they, they didn't make any kind of family ties. I mean, at all. And you know what? I'm I'm not too impartial to that. It doesn't make uh doesn't make me any no never mind. You know, Uh I'm not in favor for or against and stuff. You know, I like Skeletor just to be this imposing villain who's just hell bent on destruction and nothing more. When it comes to too many motives, um, and this story didn't necessarily give him any more motives other than you know I want the power. Say it done. Science, he'll deliver. I want the power. And now that I got the power and So now in the second half, we get to see what he actually does with the, ha- the power. I'm thinking, I don't know if there's going to be much of a time jump or not, because you would think that in order to uh, recoup uh, Adam's body, it would have to be pretty soon within the wound infliction unless they go ahead and lay him to rest. And he does, you know, like a biblical um, deity type thing. And then they go back and resurrect him after time, because you would think that uh, Skeletor would have to have this this power for some amount of time to establish that he won you know because if it just picks up i just got this suit i just got this power up i'm already losing it then it kind of takes away from the uh the drama of it you know
1: it's true because it did show man at arms in prison being yeah. dead, no shirt on and everything so i mean you know hey going back to the one episode we talked about before the sexuality man the men really get naked in this series, man. I don't know what's going on, man. He, man, with just the fuzzy drawers on, no shirt, man, arms stripped down. I don't know, man. I'm kind of offended, man. I feel a certain way, man.
0: <laughs> hey, hey, I, I feel, I feel naked. No pun intended.
1: Yeah, man. What is going on with these guys in here, man?
0: No, clothes, I feel, man. I feel stripped of my rights. So, yeah, so yeah, we, we got a little bit, in a, we got a lot, in a little bit, far as I'm concerned, far as the visuals go. And if it is going to be a yet another bait and switch, I hope it's for the best. And I hope that um, it leaves off on a great impactful ending. But I mean, they showed us a lot in a little bit. So we both established and we agreed that there's no way that you can um, necessarily take the power away from He-Man. And now that he has a sorceress in his pocket who can heal him, then it's kind of like he's virtually invincible. So now we're back to the problem you've always had with He-Man, which we can respect in storytelling. Like, yeah, let's pull He-Man off the table. Cause it's kind of hard to write around a character who has everything, which a lot of people a lot of people probably missed the point in the first half and they were like, no, we always want to see that he man win. Well, he man's always going to win. So it's not always a compelling story when he does. I like the fact that they went ahead and limited him, limited him, neutered him a little bit. And for him to power up and to, uh, salvage, he savage, he man. We got to get some explanation behind that to find out what's going on. But assuming that he man's going to win through and through and through again, what happens to Skeletor? You know, what I mean, because this show doesn't look like it's um, uh, lined up or guaranteed for more episodes that we know of. And it looks like Kevin Smith did a good job of leaving us on a suspenseful cliffhanger, whether you liked it or not, with the first five episodes leading into the six through the ten. So I'm assuming ten is going to have just as much of a cliffhanger. So if He-Man got the short end of the stick, one through five, and it looks like he's not going to go ahead and get his power back up until some of the episodes here, what what's your predictions for what happened to Skeletor? You know what I mean? I what, you, see, I, I want to hear that one. I can see Skeletor...
1: Um, I'll, I I don't feel Skeletor could also. I could feel I feel like he'll never be killed. I think that okay. he man and, and and you know like for what we see visually, I can see He Man destroying Skeletor. He is going to destroy Skeletor, and Skeletor will be no more. Like I don't see Skeletor running off into the shadows and be like, you know, I'll get you next time, He Man. It won't be no filmation type thing. He will defeat Skeletor. And Skeletor is going to either disappear, banish something, but he's going to take Skeletor out. He but, has to. But going back to like we said about what well, He Man, you can't kill Skeletor. You just can't kill him. So we may think that he's dead, and we may think that he's no more. But there's going to be some type of way you can pull him back, and yep. Skeletor will be able to come back. I mean, it's just you just, and that's just the bottom line. You just he he'll be defeated, but you just can't kill him. Yeah, yeah, evil, evils evil. yeah evils like forever
0: evils forever evils eternity yeah evil evils uh, eternity and it's that duality it's that balance you can't take he-man out and you can't take skeletor out but in this mini-series as it sits right now assuming they get another season which i'd like to see them have i'd like to see this thing go on for as long as it can you know so we yeah, can go, yeah, ahead why and pick not? go ahead. yeah pick it apart critique it but this is i mean what what they've done with 10 episodes here is something they've never done in filmation new adventures and or 2000x and that was completely gave skeletor all the power so with that being said now that you gave him all the power it appears that it's going to be taken away from him what's a bigger stake than that happening once because it can't have the same magnitude if it happens again which is why i asked you what happened to skeletor now because this definitively far as in master universe history far as i'm concerned is the biggest thing that could have ever played out in a media platform so i don't care what people have to say about the show ultimately But from the storybooks, from comic books to any kind of visual medium, we've never seen Skeletor physically play out to be the absolute victor for the one thing he wanted. And we have that. Now we have to go ahead and get a conclusion. So what can you do outside of that to make it any better? And I hope I know where you're going with this, because Skeletor's arc is about to be up as far as, hey, I want the power. I had the power. It got stripped away from me. I want it again. But we heard that story. So what do you do to double down on that?
1: Oh, Skeletor can be destroyed, or he could be weakened, he could be defeated, and who do they go to? His mentor. They go right to the Horde. You know. There what you saying? go. If, 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 the there you go. Come in. If the Horde comes in and wreck shop and destroy things, you can go ahead and bring in Shira. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then if you get if, if you need somebody else to come on in, you always got the Snake Man. So.
0: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah.
1: So so if you look at it, um, yes, yeah, Skeletor is the main baddie, but if you want to give him a break and put them in the shadows, have him recoup. He can always yep. bring the bad guy in, and then once they go ahead and get defeated, Skeletor, he can always come back.
0: New and improved. Yep. And, and, and he can always come back with different motives, too. Because Skeletor yeah. is good for, you know what I'm saying, taking the low blow and stuff. He'll align align himself with people that he doesn't necessarily trust just to go ahead and see what he wants to go through uh, to, um, to, uh, to, to manifest or uh, come to fruition. And then he'll take them off the table, too, if it needs be. You know, he serves nobody. He serves nobody unless he has to, to play favors for himself. But it's just going to be interesting to see that he has done what he's always uh, set out to do. And it looks like it's not going to be completely fulfilled. So where do we go next? And like you said, you bring more more players on the table. You just do that and you run with it. So it's going to be interesting. I mean, I think we've seen enough to go ahead and gain our interest for the next five episodes and we're going to watch it no matter what. We just hope. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to watch it. We just hope it's going to be good and it's going to be great. But I think that the cliffhanger is going to be the biggest thing ever because one or two things are going to come from a cliffhanger. Either there's something that's going to leave us journeying for more or else they're going to do the best job that they've ever done in history by wrapping this up. And I don't know how you do that. I don't know how you do it. I don't envy the writers.
1: Well, you got to look at this too. Is It's about money. and It's about selling toys. Oh, yeah. And right now, these Masterverse figures, they are selling and they're selling retail, which is crazy. They're, yeah. mean, they're actually selling and they want to come out with more figures. And if they're coming out with, uh, you got you got the Masterverse, uh, and the U is all encompassing, and how they have a license for to come out with different figures from uh, Princess of Power to etc. I mean, yeah. hey, they might even bring in Sunman. You never know what they might do with this.
0: You know, it's funny saying? you say, yeah, it, no, no, that, that that's a good speculation, and yeah. it's not too yeah. far off at all because if Revelations is you know the gateway to Masterverse completely opening itself up. Then I don't see why you wouldn't do it. And even more so that that um, new Up, you know, now when we've seen this at Power Con and stuff. It was obvious there were concept characters, but I have to think that those concept characters have to have some more meat to them. Oh, you yeah. know what oh, I mean? Yeah. You can't you, you wouldn't waste your time and just create a concept character and keep your fingers crossed and hope that your loyal fans will buy that. You know, we know how much tools cost, you know, in the toy world and stuff like that. So if you had to tool that up and not back it up with any kind of story, no future story or something like that, it's kind of like, all right, that was a, a, a mark miss. So I think that, you know, we're going to be left with um, a nice, tight conclusion to these 10 stories. But I think it's going to open the door to uh, something else. I don't know what it's going to be, but I'm excited to find out.
1: Well, and also having this on Netflix is... It's kind of like a retail thing. How sometimes having things online, the brand will last longer if it's mm-hmm. online versus retail. Well, I feel like this story or the cartoon series is going to last a lot longer being on Netflix. People watch yeah. it at leisure, etc. Versus have it on Cartoon Network or whatever, and people have to watch it at a certain time, or people yep. not knowing that's even on. By it being on Netflix, by the toys being out, by people talking about it, by it showing up on the algorithm, I feel like, uh, you know, people will watch this show. People who are into Masters, Masters of the Universe will watch this show. And just like how in our community we have fans or you know, whatever you want to call them, trolls, whatever, people who are very, very, uh, who like it, people who are very, very critical, what you got to take into consideration is, is, the same way we hear a lot of people voice their opinions and boo and hate it, you got a lot of people who absolutely love this series, but you're not going to hear about it because yeah. those voices just don't get heard. You know what I'm saying? And and sad to say, Squeaky Will gets the oil. So you're going to yeah. hear the voices of the negative a lot more. But when they look at people and likes and people clicking and thumbs up and stuff, you know... I'm quite sure. I mean, I didn't really look at it, you know, but I'm quite sure they're getting a lot. Before to even come back with another season, Mm -hmm. there's uh, some positive pushes, you know, pushback, you know, for this to even keep going. So if people tune in and watch this and enough people uh, hop on, they're going to have a three, four, five, six, you you name it. Because you see the merchandise, you see the Funko Pops. It's happen he man is back you know not like it did in the 80s but it's back you know what i'm saying so i'm, I'm happy for it
0: yeah yeah and i mean anything to come with it i mean I, I like your commentary on it too because this isn't like you know a regular television programming where you have a, a syndicated show that gets canceled and it's gone into the ethernet until nothing else you know you got a streaming platform at netflix which just stores programs and if you don't yeah. decide to watch them today. That you can watch them twenty four times tomorrow, and you don't have to watch it again. You can get back to the ninety days, and it's still there. You know, you can get back to the year; it's still there. And in between that time, you know, where regular syndication goes and regular television programming is, they bank on those first viewerships in every uh, uh, relaunching of the episodes or the reoccurring episodes to have the same strong viewings. Netflix is a different ground. You know what I mean? They throw that stuff up there. The money's invested in it already. The people are paid everything that needed to go into it, went into it is there and it's available for you to see it. And what's good about that is whereas controversial as Thundercat was, you know, Thundercat was good and the fans were given the word of mouth. And I'm talking about the um, second coming of Thundercats when it was on a yeah. uh, cartoon network, you know, it was a great uh, show. The fans were behind it and the word of mouth would have gained traction, but it couldn't get gained traction fast enough because by the time people started sp- uh, spreading the word, it was canceled. You know, here on a Netflix whether you got uh, positive um, reinforcement or naysayers just to be able to say something about a Netflix show allows people to be able to go to it and pull it up pretty much in forever. It's almost indefinite to access, you know, um, access limits to pull up something on Netflix. So you could just casually be joking and be like, yeah, I'm talking about the new He-Man show six months from now. And it's not as if, Oh, it's canceled. You're not going to see it. Yeah, man, you should go check it out and get your chuckles off of it. And all it could do is good or bad. I was going to do is add some viewership to it and add some eyes to it. Now, something funny too being said from Mattel, and I remember at PowerCon, and I think Val might have said it itself don't quote me or anything like that. Okay. They're saying that t- 2022 for Masters is supposed to be the year. And I was yes. like, how can it be the year any more than 2020 and 2021? Because you've launched every different, um, form, play form of Master Universe you possibly could. Like, you oversaturated the market. You know what I mean? I don't even have a desire to get everything that Masters Offering has right now. And that's not a bad thing or a good thing. I'm just saying, there's more um, more exposure to Master Universe now, far as the cartoon, the CGI, um, printed press, and the comic books, and the toy forms just endless right now. So if you are saying that 2022 has uh, bigger, poss- uh, bigger um, possibilities for the brand to grow than what we already are seeing now, then you know, what, what, what kind of tricks y'all got up y'all sleeves? You know, what's really going on?
1: only thing I, I'm thinking of is maybe uh, the best way to reach out to kids is going to be
0: video game. It must be a video game coming out. It's got to be some video game related. Either you, you got a video, game. either you got a video game or else you got uh-huh. a live action. Either you got a video game or else you got, well, you got live action.
1: Well, you know that a live action She-Ra is coming out.
0: It's in the works. Yes, over at it's Amazon.
1: And, and and then i heard a rumor i'm not exactly sure what game but he-man is going to uh, an official he-man character is going to be either on in mortal combat i think
0: or or um justice league and justice
1: yes yes but it's going to be an actual not like you can create a character but it's going to be an actual masters of the universe character probably he-man and skeletor is going to actually appear yep and that's going to be, like, a first. Like, like, from what I can recall, except for that one 2000X kind of, like, video game, which was, uh, you know, um, yeah. I think this is going to be uh, really, really big. And that's how you really going to reach uh kids, because they don't really play with toys like we do. They, right. They're more into, like, video games. So, yeah, man. I mean...
0: I, so, I would... it's something. It, it's something in the works still and stuff. And hopefully, you know, if they're saying this is going to be a bigger year in 2022... Hopefully the reception can be positive to these next five episodes of revelation and they can renew it for yet another 10 episodes. And if we have to wait a year because of the way animation rolls out, that will give them time to go ahead and pick apart, you know, what they did right and wrong. And that's just with any kind of television programming too. You know what I mean? You try to put your best foot forward. You try to tell a story that nobody's ever told before you try to go original, but when you're dealing with a pre-existing property, there's no way you're going to win. There's yeah. no way.
1: Oh yeah. Big, big time. So, I mean, so we, we just, we saw the trailer. It was only yep. a couple of minutes, and tomorrow is going to be November the first. So, oh, 22 so, so, days so, from so, that. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, I, I'm excited to go ahead and see uh, what they do. I mean, we didn't, you know, we want tonight to go ahead and uh, kind of give our prediction and yep. give our thoughts on a trailer, and hopefully, you know, that this this won't disappoint us. I mean, I wasn't disappointed in the first one. But, but hopefully, you know, uh, all our expectations, et cetera, will, will happen. And and, and yeah. we'll enjoy this one even more.
0: That's, uh, that's the hope. That's all we yeah. can hope for. All
1: right. So on that note, uh, I think I think that's it.
0: <laughs> hey, I think we're good. I, th- I think it's time to go ahead and answer some doorbells and some, you know, deal, <laughs> deal, deal with the greets and the trick-or-treats and all that good stuff and get loaded up on sugar and then store some for a rainy day. So a I'm all good time. with that one. All right,
1: man. So, uh, Hey, once again, man, uh, happy Halloween to you and your family, man. You take care. All right.
0: All right, big dog. Happy Halloween and long live masters. And we'll do it again.
1: All right. You take care.